Afortunadamente esta noche compartir unos cuantos pensamientos más acerca del pacto. And uh, the fact that God is looking for people that will walk in a covenant relationship with himself. Y el hecho de que Dios busca por personas que caminen, tengan un caminar con él como este, con and un pacto. And a verse we want to look at and we'll see in the life of Abraham also. Y un verso que queremos ver también en la vida de Abraham. In 2 Chronicles chapter 16. En 2 Chronicles chapter 16. Second Chronicles chapter 16. De Chronicles, capítulo 16. It's actually referring to the time of King Asa. Se refiere más al, al, al tiempo del, del rey Asa. And, uh, and God made the, through, a, through, a, um, through a prophet a prophet came and spoke to the king. Y a través de un profeta vino y le habló a Dios habló al rey. And actually he's scolding King Asa. Y en, es más, aquí este profeta reprende a este rey. He said, King Asa, you've trusted in the Lord in such a wonderful way. Y le dice que al rey Asa, que confiaste en el Señor de una manera maravillosa. You can see in verse 7. En verso 7 vemos. Said, but now you've relied upon the king of Syria and you've relied upon other people. Pero dice, ahora te has apoyado en el rey de Asiria y en otras personas. And yet before times you relied on the Lord when there was a great army and God delivered you. Sin embargo, antes confiaste en en Jehová cuando había un gran ejército y él te libertó. God says to King Asa, what happened to you? Y Dios le pregunta a este rey Asa, ¿qué pasó? Why can't you trust the Lord? ¿Por qué no puedes confiar más en Jehová? There were great battles that King Asa fought by trusting in God. Y hubo grandes batallas que este rey Asa peleó confiando en Dios. And what the prophet is saying that now a little battle comes and King Asa runs over to someone else for help. Y el profeta le dice, ahora viene esta batallita pequeña y corres por ayuda a otro. And he says, what's wrong with you, King Asa? Y le pregunta, ¿qué ha pasado? And it says this in verse 9. Y en el verso 9 dice, and think of God's eyes tonight. Y, y, y pensemos en los ojos de Dios esta Because noche. his eyes are in this place. Porque sus ojos están acá en este Can lugar. Say amen? amen. His eyes are here. Sus ojos están aquí. You may not notice them. Quizá no lo notamos. The Bible says the eyes of the Lord are in every place. Pero la Biblia dice que los ojos de Jehová están en todo lugar. Oh, if we need a, could, we could, God could give us a revelation of that tonight. Si Dios pudiera darnos una revelación de eso esta noche. Boy, it would change our behavior, wouldn't it? Oh, cambiaría nuestra actitud, right? nuestro comportamiento. Is that right? Huh? Sí. Is that right? Sí o no. Well, he says the eyes of the Lord run, run to and fro throughout the whole earth. Dice que los ojos de Jehová contemplan toda la tierra. To show himself strong in the behalf of him whose heart is perfect toward him. Para mostrar su poder a favor de los que tienen corazón perfecto para con él. Herein thou hast done foolishly, King Asa. Y locamente has hecho en esto. Locamente. Hmm. <laughs> What a strange word to use. Fully. Or you've done, you've done something crazy. ¿Sabes qué le dice? Algo, has hecho algo que es una locura. You've, in a time when it's not even that much of a big problem, you've ran to get help. En un tiempo en el cual no presenta mucho problema, corres a buscar ayuda. Um, sometimes the big troubles we can run to God with. A veces estos grandes problemas podemos ir y correr a Dios. It's when the little things come. Pero cuando las cositas pequeñas vienen. That God really knows. Si Dios conoce. Whether we're in covenant with him or not. Es ahí donde Dios reconoce si estamos o no en un pacto con él. Are you with me tonight? In big problems even sinners call upon the Lord. Y en grandes problemas aún los pecadores claman a Dios. Is that right? Sí o no? In big problems everybody screams to God. Cuando es un gran problema todo el mundo clama a Dios. But it's in the small little things. Pero en las cositas pequeñas. The God finds out. Ahí Dios se da cuenta. If we're really in covenant with him. Si estamos o no en un pacto con él. 
And look how Asa ended. Y veamos cómo terminó Asa. Look what it says here. Mira lo que dice. Now we're not going to make a doctrine out of this. No, you know, vamos a hacer doctrina de esto. Like some people perhaps have, but in verse 12, Pero en el verso 12, it says an Asa in the 39th year of his reign was diseased in his feet. Dice que en el 39 año de su reinado enfermó gravemente. Until his disease was exceeding great. Hasta que su enfermedad su enfermedad era grave. Anything wrong with that? ¿Algún problema con eso? A lot of people were sick in the Bible. Um, en la Biblia muchos, uh, muchas personas se enfermaron. Look what the Word of God tells us. Pero vean lo que nos dice la palabra de Dios. Yet in his disease, pero en su enfermedad, he sought not to the Lord. No buscó a Jehová. But, pero, how many have the? Does, does it say but bueno, there? No, si no. Si no. You see that? And when there's a si no there, that means you better find out why it's there. Y si está ese si, si no, no, hay que averiguar si por no. qué está ahí, ¿no? Yeah. But to the physicians. No a los médicos. Now that doesn't mean if you go to the doctors you're not trusting God. But you know what? Pero saben qué? How, many, how many parents here? Padres acá? If you, w- would you feel a little embarrassed? Te, te avergonzarías un poco. Maybe your children need a new pair of shoes. Quizás tu, tu, tu niño necesita un nuevo par de zapatos. Or, or they're hungry. O tiene hambre. So they run to their neighbor's house. Y, y van, corren al vecino. I need a new pair of shoes. Necesito un par de zapatos. Oh, tengo hambre. How many parents would be embarrassed when your neighbor comes over to your house? What's wrong with you? Aren't you taking care of your children? ¿Cuántos padres avergonzarían que el vecino venga y le diga qué pasa? No, no estás cuidando a tus hijos, ¿no? Right? Right? How many of you think that maybe God would like us to go to Him first? ¿Cuántos creen que quizás Dios le gustaría que corramos a él primero, no? Huh? You see, that's the difference. It's not whether we go to doctors or not. That's some people get this all mixed up. Yo creo que es la verdad la diferencia, no de que no es que vayamos o no a los doctores, sino de que a veces confundimos. There's groups that that refuse to take any kind of medicine. Hay grupos que rehusan definitivamente tomar cualquier medicina. And think that's faith. Interpretando esto como fe. That's not faith. Pero realmente no es faith. Faith is going to the Lord. Fe es ir a Dios. It's going to the Lord first. Ir al Señor primeramente. That's faith. Eso es fe. Where our heart is inclined. En el que nuestro corazón se inclina. To go to Him. Ir a él. In other words, when something happens. O sea, cuando algo pasa. Boom. Boom. Lord. Right. Señor. You see. That's a heart that's strong in covenant relationship with him. Y es un corazón que está fuertemente enlazado en un pacto con Dios. And thank God for the doctors. Y bueno, gloria a Dios por Thank God for the lawyers. Gloria a Dios por abogados. Thank God for everyone who can help us when we're in need. Gracias a Dios por cualquiera que pueda ayudarnos en un tiempo de necesidad. We long for a testimony like this. Pero anhelemos por un testimonio como este. The Lord is my helper. Señor es mi ayuda. That's covenant relationship. Esa es una relación un covenant relationship. Esa es una relación. Can you say that? So God is looking for people like that. Y Dios busca personas así. Now, now, we're, we're, uh, if you just are on this page here where it talks about covenants. Y en esta en la página de que habla acerca del pacto. We've already said it's the security for our journey. Ya hemos hablado de que es la seguridad para nuestra jornada. The covenant that 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 the Israelites were in. Y el, este pacto que los israelitas tenían was one that was based upon their words at Mount Sinai. Fue uno de que era basado en sus obras ahí en el Monte Sinaí. Right. In fact, as we as we mentioned before, the Ten Commandments were called uh, the ta- the tables of stone. The Ten Commandments were written on were called the tables of the covenant. Y como como hablamos de que estas tablas de los mandamientos eran llamadas las las tablas del pacto. That's what it was called. Así eran llamadas. Remember the ark. 
Recuerdan el arca. That was in the most holy place. Que se encontraba en el lugar santísimo. That's where they kept the two tables of stone. Ahí también guardaron estas dos tablas. What de was la ley. that ark also called? ¿Cómo se llamaba esta arca también? The ark of the covenant. El arca del pacto. Yeah. So that was in their mind continually. Y esto continuamente estaba en sus mentes. Look with me quickly in Deuteronomy 5 and I want to bring up a very interesting point. Y, y veamos rápidamente en Deuteronomio 5 y quiero a traer aquí un punto muy interesante porque quiero ¿verdad? poder explicarles cómo entramos nosotros en este, en este pacto the new covenant was ratified by the blood of Jesus Christ. este nuevo pacto fue ratificado por la sangre de Jesucristo y fue hecho disponible para todos porque uno murió por todos pero nosotros no entramos en un pacto directamente That's con Dios the idea. No es esa la idea. How do we enter into covenant with God? ¿Cómo entramos en este pacto con Dios? Through Jesus Christ. A través de Jesucristo. Are you with me? ¿Estás conmigo? That's how we enter in. Así entramos. We enter into covenant through Christ. Entramos a través de Cristo. You see, in other words, Jesus gave his life. O sea, que Jesús dio su he vida. gave his blood. Él dio su sangre. And we enter into covenant with God. Y cuando entramos en un pacto con Dios. Not by our words of promise. No con las promesas nuestras de obra. That's what the old covenant was. Eso fue el viejo pacto. The old covenant was this. Ese viejo pacto era esto. Moses tell us what to do and we'll do it. Moisés, dinos qué hacer y lo haremos. Right? That was the old covenant. Ese fue el viejo pacto. The new covenant is. El nuevo pacto es. Jesus came. Jesús Cristo vino. Died on the cross. Murió en la cruz. Was buried. Fue enterrado. Rose again. Y resucitó nuevamente. Amen. 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 You see? And 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 and, and well, I'm getting ahead of myself here, but Deuteronomy chapter 5. The Ten Commandments are called the words of the covenants. Los diez mandamientos son llamados las palabras del pacto. And we read here in Deuteronomy 5, verses 2. Verse 2. Dice, Jehová nuestro Dios hizo pacto con nosotros en Horeb. That's right. He made a covenant with us at Horeb. Where is Horeb? What's another name for Horeb? ¿Cuál es otro nombre para este monte Horeb? ¿Qué otro nombre es? Sinai, that's right, Sinai. Right, Mount Sinai, it's the same place. El mismo lugar. Basically. And, and so he says that, that Mount Sinai, God made a covenant with us. Y en el monte Sinai hizo Dios pacto con nosotros. Those ten words of the covenant. Ten commandments. Mandamientos eran el pacto. Right. Now I want you to read verse 3 and see if it sounds very familiar to you. Y leamos el verso 3 y veamos si nos suena muy familiar. See if it sounds familiar. Veamos si nos suena familiar Verse 3. It says, the Lord made not this covenant with our fathers, but with us. Us, even us who are all of us here alive this day. Okay, go ahead. Dice, no con, no con nuestros padres hizo Jehová este pacto, sino con nosotros, todos los que estamos aquí hoy vivos. Okay, made with us today. Okay, es, now, hecho con nosotros now hoy. Now turn with me to Deuteronomy 29. Ahora, al capítulo 29. Where Moses says this once again. Donde nuevamente Moisés repite esto. Deuteronomy 29. Capítulo 29. In verse 14. Verso 14. 12 to 14 is good. Oh, we have from verse 12 to verse 14. Go ahead. Dice, para que entres en el pacto de Dios y en su juramento que Jehová tu Dios concierta hoy contigo para confirmarte hoy como Amen. Not only with you do I make this covenant and with this oath. No solamente con vosotros hago este pacto. But, este but, in verse 15. Pero el verso 15. But with him that standeth here with us this day before the Lord our God and also with him that is not here with us this day. 
sino también con los que están aquí presentes hoy con nosotros delante de Jehová a nuestro Dios y con los que no están aquí hoy con nosotros. Okay, turn with me to Acts chapter 2. Bueno, veamos ahora en el libro de Hechos capítulo 2. Acts chapter 2. Hechos capítulo 2. And we find here a similar word made, similar similar words made by the apostle Peter. Y, y encontramos aquí unas palabras uh, similares eh, expresadas por el apóstol Pedro. Right here at the New Testament Mount Sinai. Aquí en el Monte Sinaí del Nuevo Testamento. The day of Pentecost. El día del Pentecostés. What does he say here? ¿Y qué dice? Acts chapter 2, capítulo 2 de Hechos, verse 38 and 39. Verso 38 y 39. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Dice, Pedro les dijo, arrepentíos y bautícese cada uno de vosotros en el nombre de Jesucristo para perdón de los pecados. <laughs> Y recibiréis el don del Espíritu Santo, porque para vosotros es la promesa, y para vuestros hijos, y para todos los que están lejos, para cuantos el Señor nuestro Dios llamare. Amén. Moses was saying this promises for you and for your children to come. Moisés decía esta promesa es para vosotros y para vuestros and hijos. And Peter que stands up and says the same thing. Y Pedro se levanta y dice lo mismo. Now let me explain something tonight. Ahora quiero dejar que te explique algo. We enter into covenants. Entramos en un pacto. Through Jesus Christ, a través de Jesucristo, not through our words, no a través de nuestras obras, not through our promises, o nuestras promesas, but through Christ, pero a través de Cristo. But we've got to be in Him. Pero tenemos que estar en okay, él. look with me in Acts, Romans chapter seven. Bueno, veamos en Romanos capítulo siete. Remember, we talked about how this covenant relationship is alike is is really what marriage is in God's eyes. Y se acuerdan que mencionamos que este este pacto esto es lo que realmente como que nos eh, desposa con eh, con él en los, en los ojos de Dios. Are you still with me tonight? Están conmigo. Okay. Romans 7. Romanos 7. How many know God hates divorce? ¿Para cuántos saben que Dios odia el divorcio? ¿Mm? ¿Mm? Well, it says it in Malachi 2 if you want to write it down. God says I hate divorce. Malaquías, en Malaquías 2, Dios dijo, yo odio, detesto el divorcio. Now, and let me say something. Y déjame decirte algo. Whether it's before we're saved or after we're saved. Ya sea que esto es antes de que fuésemos salvos o después que fuimos salvos. It's still something God hates. Es algo que aún Dios detesta. Are you with me? Está conmigo. Right. Just like we repented of all of our other sins, if divorce was divorce was one of those sins, we need to make sure we really repented from that too. Así como nos arrepentimos de todos nuestros pecados, si el divorcio fue uno de esos pecados, asegurémonos que nos hemos arrepentido de eso también. Are you with me? Okay, God hates it. Okay, but Romans 7 talks about marriage. Romanos 7 no habla acerca del matrimonio. And this is a very interesting story. Y esta historia es muy interesante. And it helps us understand how you and I enter into covenant with Jesus Christ. Y nos ayuda a entender cómo tú y yo entramos en esta relación de pacto con Jesús. He says this. No dice esto. Comparing the whole experience to marriage. Comparando toda esta experiencia con el matrimonio. In verse 1. En el verso 1. Know ye not, brethren, for I speak to them that know the law, how that a, the law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth. Dice verso 1, ¿Acaso ignoráis, hermanos, pues hablo con los que conocen la ley, que la ley se enseñorea del hombre entre tanto que éste vive? Okay, let's put ourselves in the picture so we understand what he's saying. Bueno, pongamos nosotros mismos en, esta, en, esta, en este retrato acá. Por Regardless aquí. of how old you are. O sea, no importa la edad que tengamos. Even if you're 12 years old like Joseph. Aún, como quizá Joseph que sea de 12 años. You were born married. Nacimos ya casados. With who? Con quién? With the law. La ley. The law of sin and death. 
la ley del pecado y la muerte. And as long as we're alive, y mientras estemos vivos, we can't get separated from him. No podemos divorciarnos de la ley. As long as we're alive, mientras estamos vivos, we can't just say, well, I'm going to divorce my husband and live my own life. No podemos decir, yo voy a divorciarme de este marido y voy a vivir mi vida. You can't do it. No podemos. As long as a man liveth, mientras el hombre vive, the law has dominion over him. Así que la ley se enseñorea de él. The law of sin and death. La ley del pecado There y la muerte. There are people that said, okay, I'm not going to be constrained by my morals. I'm going to do whatever I feel is right. What they don't realize is that even that demonstrates that they're still married to the law of sin and death. <laughs> There are some that say, okay, I'm going to serve the law with all my heart. And they get real religious about it. Even that proves they are still married to the law of sin and death. Now here's our problem. As humans, we can't divorce from the law. We it's not permitted. You see, not permitted. So here's the problem. Verse 2. For the woman which hath an husband is bound by the law to her husband so long as he liveth. Por la ley al marido mientras este vive. But if the husband be dead, pero si el marido muere, she's loosed from the law of her husband. Queda libre del marido. Right? Hmm? Only one problem. Pero un problema. You can't kill your husband. No puedes matar a tu marido. <laughs> How many can say amen? Huh? And he's not going to die either. So. He's not going to die. Tampoco va a morirse. You can't kill your husband. No puedes matarlo. The law, in, in the law, the husband is not going to die. Y la ley, usted, o sea, este marido no va a morir. So there's no hope for you. Así que no tienes esperanza. <laughs> Are you with me? Está conmigo. There's no hope. No hay esperanza. No hope. No hay esperanza. You're bound by covenants. Estás atado a este pacto. Who entered us into that covenant? ¿Quién? Adam and Eve. Are you with me? Okay. So our dilemma is this. How do we get free? We, he's not going to die. There's only one way to get free. So death do we part. Only one way to be free. How are you going to get free? Die. He didn't get it. We have to die. We have no, tenemos que morir. Yeah, we have to die. Tenemos que morir. Well, how in the world are we going to do that? ¿Cómo hacemos eso? Well, that's why Jesus died for us. Por eso Cristo murió por nosotros. Now let's look at what he goes on to say. Verse three. So then, if while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law. So that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. Verso 3. Así que si en vida del marido se uniere a otro varón, será llamada adúltera. Pero si su marido muriere, es libre de esa ley. De tal manera que si se uniere a otro marido, no será adúltera. Okay. Now, here's the problem. Like we said already. Ahora, como dijimos, este es el problema. The law is not going to die. La ley no va a morir. And here comes Jesus. Y aquí viene Jesús. He, he, he sees. Él ve. He, he sees that, that, that poor woman married to that fool or that, that, that man of law not a fool and he says poor woman he makes her do so much she can't do it what's he going to do is he going to get rid of the start a fight with the law no. he can't do that what did Jesus say I didn't come to destroy the law what did I come to do 
¿Qué vino a hacer? I came to fulfill it. Sino hacer el cumplimiento so, de ella. He, he looks at the woman and he says, "Sorry, he's a righteous man." Y él le dice a la mujer, "Lo siento por este hombre Everything justo. Everything he says is right. Lo que dice es justo. Everything he asks you to do is correct. Todo lo que te pide hacer está correcto. There is nothing wrong with him. No hay nada malo con he's este marido. He's very demanding. Eh, claro, demanda mucho. But he's right. Pero tiene he's la razón. Holy. Él es santo. In fact, I'm going to lift him up higher. Es más, yo le voy a levantar aún más alto. You heard, you've heard him say that not, not to do this, but I say unto you, you can't even do that. Se fue dicho que no hicieras esto, pero yo os digo que ni aún esto podéis hacer. What's the poor woman gonna do? Y entonces, ¿qué esta pobre mujer qué What hace? Jesus gonna do? ¿Qué va a hacer Jesús? He's in love with that woman. Porque él está enamorado él de ella. What's he gonna do? ¿Qué hace? He dies. Él muere. In her place. Él muere en su lugar. Are you with me? Okay, verse 4. Verso 4. Wherefore, my brethren, ye are also become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that ye should be married to another. Even to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. Verso 4. Así también vosotros, hermanos míos, habéis muerto a la ley mediante el cuerpo de Cristo, para que seáis de otro, del que resucitó de los muertos, a fin de que llevemos frutos para Dios. So, let me explain it this way to you today. Así que, lo voy a explicar así de esta manera. The way we get married to Christ, or enter into that covenant with Him and with God. La manera que nos desposamos con Cristo o entramos en este pacto con él is together with the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Es juntamente con la muerte, sepultura y resurrección de Jesucristo. Isn't that what water baptism is? How many can say amen? No es eso lo que el bautismo right? en agua es. That's huh? right. That's what water baptism is. Eso es el bautismo en agua. Buried together with Christ. Sepultados juntamente con Cristo. We're buried with him. Somos sepultados con We're él. We're buried with him. Sepultados con él. Why are we buried with him? ¿Por qué somos sepultados so con él? So that we can be risen with him. Para que podamos levantados con él. How do we get married to Jesus? ¿Cómo nos desposamos con Cristo? How can we get rid of our husband we can't he's not going to die the law the word of God is forever but we die we identify with the death of Christ with his burial and his resurrection and then we're risen up and we're free to be married to Jesus are you with me tonight? so let me make it very clear this is what Peter said on the day of Pentecost he said look Okay, you're married to the law. Now it's the new covenant. The people said, well, what can we do? Right? What can we do? He says, repent. In other words, be born again. Second, be baptized. And third, receive the Holy Spirit. Those are three experiences without the which you cannot enter into covenant with Christ through Christ. No podemos entrar en pacto a través de Cristo. Are you with me tonight? conmigo? Are you with me? We're not talking about salvation. No estamos hablando de salvación. The Old Testament saints had salvation. They believed the word of God. They were saved. Their sins were forgiven. Los santos del Nuevo Testamento tenían salvación. Creían la palabra de Dios. Y creían que estaban We're salvos. talking about entering into the new covenant. Estamos hablando de entrar en este nuevo pacto. And they entered in the new covenant at Mount Sinai. Y ellos entraron en este the nuevo, old covenant. En, en este viejo pacto en el Monte Sinai. Mount Sinai. En el Monte Sinai. They received the words on tables of stone. Recibieron la palabra en tablas de de, de piedra. We come to our spiritual Mount Sinai we receive the covenant written upon our hearts on the tables of human hearts 
written by the finger of God escrita por el dedo which de is Dios. the Holy Spirit without the baptism in the Holy Spirit Sin el bautismo del Espíritu Santo, there is no new covenant no hay nuevo pacto. because the promise of the new covenant Porque la promesa del nuevo pacto is the Holy Spirit el Espíritu Santo. are you with me tonight? ¿Ah? Conmigo? are you with me? Conmigo? the whole purpose Todo el propósito is for us to be wed to Christ es para nosotros estar casados con Cristo. amen And I really, I, I just want to emphasize, what, uh, and we'll stop at this point tonight. I mean, concerning the covenant, I want to emphasize the importance of the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Y por eso realmente yo quiero hacer énfasis en la importancia del bautismo del Espíritu Santo. Amen. Without it, sin él, there's no new covenant relationship. No hay relación alguna en el nuevo pacto. And even with it, y aún con él, we've got to make sure we stay married to Christ. Tenemos que asegurarnos que nos quedamos casados con Cristo. Because it's very easy to get back into that old relationship with the law. Y es fácil volver a esa relación vieja con la ley. Right? Because we're so used to it. Porque estamos tan acostumbrados. We want to be in that new covenant with the Lord. Queremos estar en ese nuevo pacto. Con Are you Dios. with me tonight? Okay, so those are that we need to understand that concept how it applies to us in new covenants. Y tenemos que entender este concepto cómo se aplica a nosotros para poder entrar en este nuevo pacto. And what it's all about. Y de lo que se trata también. God is a covenant keeping God. Dios es un Dios que guarda pacto. But tonight let's turn to the next page here it's, and where it talks about how God establishes the covenant. Ahora, sin embargo, tornemos a la siguiente página que habla cómo Dios establece el pacto. And we, we find out if you just read what says here um, The Israelites they started off well. Y, y podemos ver cómo empieza ahí de que los israelitas empezaron bien. But they forgot that covenant relationship. Pero olvidaron esta relación de, de pacto and, con Dios. And the way they forgot it y, y la manera que olvidaron was by forgetting the lifestyle, shall we say, or the life of faith of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, their fathers. Pero olvidando quizás el estilo de vida o quizás la vida de fe de Abraham, de Isaac y de Jacob, sus padres. So that's why we want to take some time tonight. Por eso esta noche queremos tomar el tiempo. And perhaps this coming week as well. And look at their lives. Y quizás la semana que viene también de ver a la vida de ellos. Find out why it's so important. Encontrar o ver por qué es tan importante. That Genesis spends chapter after chapter after chapter talking about Abraham, Isaac and Jacob. Que Génesis toma capítulo tras capítulo hablando de la vida de Jacob, Isaac y ja de, de Abraham, Isaac y Jacob. Amen. Amen. If we can understand their life, si podemos entender la vida de ellos, how they walked with God, cómo caminaron con Dios, because the Bible says that God's eyes are looking throughout the earth for a people that'll trust Him. Porque la Biblia dice que Dios, los ojos de Dios contemplan la tierra buscando un pueblo que pueda confiar en él. For a people that'll enter into that full covenant with the Lord. Un pueblo que entre en ese pacto con llenamente con él. In fact, that's what the new covenant is all about. En sí, eso es lo que se trata el nuevo pacto. The old covenant was based on what I can do in my strength. Aquel viejo pacto era basado en lo que yo pueda en mis fuerzas. Most of today's religion, y la mayoría de las religiones hoy, even among Pentecostals, aún entre Pentecostales, is based on what I can do in my willpower and strength. Está basado en lo que yo puedo hacer en mi voluntad y mi poder propio, ¿no? Amen. How do you know when someone's married, getting, going, entering back into a relationship with the law? Well, they start boasting about their lives. ¿Cómo sabemos que alguien está volviendo a saber relación con la ley? Bueno, cuando empiezan a jactarse de su vida. And they start criticizing others. Y comienza a criticar a medio mundo. That's what the law produces. Es lo que la ley produce. Self righteousness. A justicia propia. Amen. Hmm? Person in covenant with God is just, I'm in love with him. Una persona en pacto con Dios es, bueno. When I was when I was courting or whatever we call it with Marietta for those few months. I don't even remember half the things I did. I mean, you just do anything that you do out of love for that person. Cuando yo me acuerdo que cortejeaba, o él cortejeaba a Marieta, dice que, ¿se acuerda que era 
estaba se derretía y I mean, hacía todo lo que hacía I mean, lo que ella quería lo hacía lo que you ella quería you don't say well yesterday I wrote you don't tell all your friends I wrote a letter for Marietta and, no. and I did this and I did that for her what did you do for you you don't do things like that no andas por ahí te jactas con tus amigos y dices lo que has hecho por ella que le escribiste una carta no, no the only one eso. you're trying to please is her or him or whatever it is a quien quieres complacerla a ella o a él a quien sea no? are you with me tonight está conmigo that's what new covenant is eso es nuevo pacto people that are in new covenant there's no problem with jealousy and pride un pueblo nuevo pacto no va a tener problema con celos o con orgullo because they're all in love with the same person God designs things in the church Por eso Dios diseña a santos en la iglesia, no, certain o, things. O ciertas cosas en la iglesia. He designs things in the church diseña ciertas cosas en la in iglesia. such a way de tal manera situations will occur situaciones que acontecen to find out whether we're really married to Jesus para averiguar o ver si en realidad estamos desposados con Cristo right? when you find jealousy cuando encontramos celo when you find anger ira criticism o crítica or pride o orgullo huh. Huh. <laughs> whatever it is uh -huh. all that is indication it's a pointer todo eso indica es una aguja ahí you're outside the covenants <laughs> Que, que nos indica que estamos fuera del pacto. I want to be married to Jesus. Yo quiero estar desposado. Oh, you, for, you don't care about anything else. No, no, de, si eso no te importa nada más. That's right. Amen. ¿Ah? That right? Is. You just love him. Tú simplemente le amas. You just love him. Y él te ama. You say amen. Amen. Can you say hallelujah? Hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> ¿Ah? mm. One thing I got blessed with last night in that funeral service. Algo en lo que fui bendecido anoche en el funeral. Is that everything the pastor? I mean, the pastor he didn't have to even ask the people to say something. They were all agreeing with everything he said. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. I said, Wow. I said, Let's let's go visit their church for a while, and learn some things. Yeah, that's nice. Bro. Mm -hmm. Sure. Only God can do it. Each church is different. We're not trying to compare. We're all different. You know, so. We're just the quiet ones here. That's okay. anyway, as long as it's coming in the heart, who cares what it sounds like outside? Amen. 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 So, a covenant relationship. Una relación, what, we wanna, what we want to look at is Abraham. Y queremos ver hoy acerca de Abraham. We want to find out the life that he lived. Let me give you a scripture that I, a couple of scriptures I got blessed with tonight as I was studying his life in Second Chronicles 20. Y en dos escrituras que esta noche me bendijeron mientras me preparaba para el estudio. Second Chronicles 20. En segunda de crónicas capítulo 20. En verse 7. I read this verse and I said, oh, I like that. <laughs> it's kind of hidden away there, but I like it. Jehoshaphat is praying. Jehoshaphat. Uh, he's praying. And he's talking to God. And again, I want to remind you that, that the life of Abraham is so important. You find it throughout the whole Bible, Old Testament, New Testament, even in the concordance it's there. Amen. It's all about him. Well, here we go. Read verse 7. And he said, oh, he said, Art thou our God, art thou not our God, who didst drive out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel and gavest it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever I like that 
Dice, Dios nuestro, ¿no echaste tú a los moradores mm. de esta tierra delante de tu pueblo Israel y le diste a la descendencia de Abraham, tu amigo, para siempre? Oh, I like huh? that. <laughs> Abraham is still God's friend. Hallelujah. Oh, el amigo de Dios. <laughs> I want to be God's friend. Yo también quiero ser ese amigo. Jesus told his disciples, I don't call you servants anymore, I call you friends. I want to be his friend. Queremos ser su amigo. <laughs> I'm going to say amen. amen. That's covenant relationship. Esa es una relación de Actually, he's called us to something even more glorious than Abraham had. There was someone in, the old, in old Testament times that was even closer than Abraham to God. Y alguien con Hacemos el tiempo del Dios Testamento que era un más cercano con Dios que Abraham. ¿Quién era? Enoch. Oh, it's true. Enoch was no. someone closer than Enoch. Alguien más. Adam, well, Adam in the beginning he was. He lost it. King David. <laughs> David was close, but not as close as the man I'm thinking no. about. Hmm. I mean, everybody else was maybe just friends. David was a friend of God too, but there was someone who was even closer. In fact, he says, "I'm the bride. I'm I'm, I'm the friend of the bridegroom." It. John the Baptist. Mm. Jesus said there's no greater man than John the Baptist. Right? And John the Baptist says the friend of the bridegroom stands and hears his voice and, and my joy is fulfilled. Y él confesó dijo que el amigo del novio dice se para y escucha la voz de él y y se llena de gozo. My joy is fulfilled. Dice mi gozo es cumplido. And that's just the friend of the bridegroom. Y simplemente es el amigo del novio. God's called us to something even better. Dios nos ha llamado a un algo mejor. He's going to make us the bride. Él lo va a hacer. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hmm? Hmm? Well, maybe you guys, uh, maybe you just want to be bridesmaids and bridegroom, bri friends of the bridegroom. Maybe that's all you're happy. Maybe you're happy with that. Solo quieren ser amigos o amigas del novio. Maybe your, maybe your joy is really full with knowing, oh, I'm, I'm going to be a friend of Jesus. Right? In heaven, every cup is going to be full. En el cielo, cada, cada copa va a estar llena. There's no one in heaven that's going to be jealous. Nadie allá va a estar celoso. Every cup will be full. Cada copa estará llena. But there's one difference. Pero hay una diferencia. How big the cup is. Cuán grande es esa copa. Amen. I want the cup like the bride. Yo quiero la copa de la novia. Everything. Todo. Amen. Amen. The bride of Jesus. La novia de Cristo. Oh well, we'll get off on another point on that one. But Abraham was the friend of God. Pero Abraham era el amigo de Dios. Uh, write this down as a reference. John 8, verse 56. Y como referencia, escriban esto en Juan 8, 56. John 8. By the way, who are your friends? Ahora, ¿quiénes son tus amigos? You know how you can tell? You know how you can tell? ¿Sabes cómo te puedes dar cuenta? You know how you can tell how what your goal is in Christ? ¿Cómo realmente sabes cuál es tu meta en Cristo? By the friends you choose. Por los amigos que escoges. Are you with me? ¿Estás conmigo? By the friends you choose. Por los amigos que escoges. When I chose my friend for life. Cuando yo escojo a mis amigos de vida. No, amigo. Amiga. Amiga. Mi amiga. Mi esposa. I had to make sure she was spirit-filled. Tenía que estar seguro de que era llena del espíritu. She had to be not only just saved but baptized in the Holy Ghost and on fire. No solamente salva, pero sino llena del Espíritu Santo y en fuego. When I began putting my eyes on her, cuando empecé a poner mis ojos en ella, it wasn't uh, it wasn't how she walked or anything like that. No era porque cómo caminaba. It wasn't how huh? she fixed her hair. O que cómo se se componía el cabello. It wasn't what kind of makeup or perfume she used. O qué maquillaje o perfume usaba. You know when I fell in love with her? Cuando me enamoré ya sabe que. When I saw her singing to the Lord. Cuando la vi cantándole al Señor. I saw her praying. Cuando la vi orando. I said, ooh, 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 that gets me excited. Eso me llena de, de gozo. De, huh? Me excita. Who are your friends? ¿Quiénes son tus amigos? Huh? Kind of tells you what your goal in life is. ¿Qué dice realmente cuáles son tus metas? Are you with vida? me? Huh? Are you with me? That's the one I want to fall in love with. 
Well, how to get on that point now? I guess because she's not coming to these meetings here recently, I'm missing her, you know. I like to see her here. At any rate. Okay. John chapter 8, verse 56. Juan capítulo 8, verso 56. Jesus says, Abraham saw my day and he rejoiced. Jesús dijo, Abraham miró mi día y se regocijó. They had a vision. Abraham had a vision of, Abraham of Christ. De he understood something, even he can, couldn't, couldn't quite grasp it. Entendió algo que aún no podía ni aún uh, uh, entender. Jesus said, he saw my day. Jesús dijo, él vio mi día. In the future, of course. He saw my en day. En el futuro, él vio mi día, dijo and él. He so Abraham was a wonderful man. That's what Así we need to Abraham, say. Abraham, lo que queremos decir But before it gets too much later, let's look here. We're looking at seven steps of Abraham's life, and Estamos we won't probably get past it, just about a couple of these. Let's, if we, let's, I'm going to force myself to get back to the main point here, but on, on Abraham, what we want to study in these, uh, this week and next week, hopefully we'll be able to finish it, is the steps of faith that Abraham took. The steps of faith that Abraham took. Los pasos de fe que Abraham tomó. Okay. The steps of faith that Abraham took. Estos pasos de fe que Abraham tomó. Uh, and and we, as we see the progression of his faith, y vemos el pro, la, el progreso de su fe, we can understand what was happening in him. Lo que estaba pasando en él. And those steps of faith are clearly written in Scripture for us. And you may have read them as a nice Sunday school story or read them as a nice story, but they're there and they're a spiritual meaning we can apply to our lives. And, and we, I've divided up his life. I, I, if, whenever I do Bible studies, I usually do... Uh, I usually try to keep it spiritual by only using seven points or you know some spiritual number like that. Seven is uh, an important number in the Word of God. <laughs> and it's funny and strange to me sometimes. Many times as you read things, you can, it's very easy to divide things up into seven categories. Many times. So you may see that number quite a lot. It's not any uh, doctrinal issue. It's just something that I like to do in teaching. But the first step we want to look at, Pero el paso que ver, the first step we want to see, el paso que ver, very simple, you'll see it on your outline, and there's a verse, this is taken from Genesis, all these references are Genesis now, okay? Genesis chapter 11, verses 31 to 32, let's read those verses for our uh, reference on this point tonight, Genesis 11, 31 to 32. Génesis capítulo 11, verso 31 al 32. Who was the father of Abraham? ¿Quién era el padre de Abraham? Who was the father? Terah. Terah. Terah was the father of Abraham. Terah, el padre de Abraham. Right. And so we want to see some very interesting things that you can't quite see by looking here, but by comparing New Testament scriptures and other scriptures, you can understand what was really happening at that time in history. Vamos a ver cosas que quizás no lo vamos a ver claramente viendo esto, pero comparando escrituras del Viejo Testamento y Nuevo Testamento, lo podemos ver claramente. We find this in verse 31. En el verso 31. It says, Terah took Abram, his son, and Lot, the son of Haran, his son's son. 
son, and Sarah, his daughter-in-law, his son, Abram's wife. Okay. 31. Y tomó Tare a Abraham, su hijo, y a Lot, hijo de Aram, de Aram, hijo de su hijo, y a Sarai, su nuera, mujer de Abraham, su hijo. Mm-hmm. So he's taking a group of people with him. Así que aquí toma un grupo de personas. It's a big family family event. Un evento familiar grande. Abraham, Terah, and his son Abram. Tare y su hijo Abraham. And Lot. Y Lot. His son Haran's son. Hijo de Abraham. Haran was Abraham's brother. Who knows what happened to Haran? Well, you hmm? look in verse 28, you'll see he died. He died in a certain place. He, he died in Ur of the Chaldees. And that's where they all lived originally, in the Ur of the Chaldees. So Haran died and his son was Lot. So that makes Lot Abram's nephew. Right, this is a real family affair here. (laughs) And so they're going. Look at what it says here. It says they went forth from Ur of the Chaldees to go into the land of Canaan and they came into Haran Y vinieron hasta Arán, a certain city or uh, there, cierto lugar, and ahí, they stayed there. Y ahí se quedaron. Okay, that city was named after Abram's brother Haran. Now, if you look at a map, Ahora, si vemos un mapa, you'll see it something like this: Ur of the Chaldees is over here. De que Ur de los está por what acá. we would know as Babylonia. Lo que conocemos como Babilonia. Uh, Ur of the Chaldees is here. Ur de los Caldeos está ahí. About 400 to 600 miles up here. Is that place called Haran? It's this way, northeast, northwest. Then coming down 400 miles southwest is Canaan. Right? Uh, so basically, between Canaan and the Ur of the Chaldees, probably about 600 or more miles. But notice what Tara was trying to do. It's very interesting what it says here. And you won't understand it unless you understood the map. He left the Ur of the Chaldees over here to go into Canaan. But he never made it. Pero no llegó. Are you with me tonight? See, Haran is not part of Canaan. Uh, Aran is not, no es parte de Canaan. He never made it. Eh, nunca llegó. The scripture didn't have to say he was trying to go to Canaan, did it? It didn't have to say that. No tenía que eso. It, just, it could have simply said he went to Haran. And lived there. Y vivió ahí. Why do you think scripture says something different? Pero ¿por qué la creen que nos dice algo that he went forth in order to go here, but he ended up there. Why do you think it says that? Que salió hacia el Canaan, pero que aquí en Aran? To show us something para mostrarnos algo right to show us that god had a purpose mostrarnos que dios tenía un propósito and i personally believe y personalmente yo creo either one of two things una o otra cosa either god had been speaking to tara o dios había estado hablando a tare to go to canaan que fuese al canaan he couldn't quite make get himself together y como que no pudo el motivarse a ir so they never made it y nunca llegó or maybe he spoke to abram and abraham tried to get the whole family to go o quizás habló abraham y abraham trató de que toda la familia fuera it didn't work out too well y no trabajó al fin y al cabo one way or the other uno de una u otra manera they didn't enter into 
the fullness of God's purpose. No entraron en esa plenitud del propósito de Dios. Now when did God begin speaking to Abraham? Cuando Dios empezó a hablar a Abraham. Well, you'll know that if you look with me in Acts chapter 7. Bueno, lo veremos aquí en el capítulo 7 de Hechos. Acts chapter 7. We, we find here Stephen is telling a story. Encontramos aquí a Esteban contando la historia. This was his first um, message, his first uh, preaching as a deacon. Y aquí quizás este el primer mensaje de Esteban como dícono, como He had been appointed as a deacon and and he began his first message. His first message. Luego que empieza a predicar su primer mensaje. And that was the last one too. Y el último también. Not because it was a bad one, but because it was so effective they murdered him. No porque era malo, sino que fue tan efectivo que Sometimes people share messages and it's their last one because it wasn't that good. A veces hay algunos que predican por la última vez porque no fue tan bueno lo que dijeron. But uh, with Stephen it wasn't like that. Pero con Esteban no fue así. But he starts with a story. Pero él empieza con una historia. He aquí. says here in Acts chapter 7, capítulo 7 de Hechos, verse 2, verso 2. Men, brethren and fathers, listen. The God of glory appeared unto Abraham. Y él dice, varones, hermanos y padres, oí, el Dios de la gloria apareció a nuestro padre Abraham. Okay, now read the rest of the verse and you tell me where God began to speak to him. Ahora leamos el resto del verso y dígame dónde empezó Dios a hablar a Abraham. Huh? Mesopotamia, yeah, but where was, what, at what point in time? Pero que, en, qué, ¿En qué punto, en qué tiempo? It tells you right there, before te, a certain time. ¿Te dice ahí antes de qué? Before they went to, the word actually there is, 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 is Haran. La palabra ahí en realidad dice es, es Aran. Right, uh, To do, yeah, to, to do what, before he dwelt in Haran. Antes que morase en Aran. Right. How does it say in Spanish? Antes que morase. In Aran, right. Aran. Yeah. Right. Not, not speaking about Canaan there. No, no hablando de Canaan aquí. Not speaking about Canaan. No hablando del Canaan. That, that's speaking about Haran. Sino hablando de Aran. So God had begun to speak to Abram. Así que Dios había empezado a hablar a Abraham. Before they even went to Haran. Antes aún de que fuesen a Aran. Abraham had a revelation. Abraham tenía una revelación. I believe in a way that perhaps Abraham's father had a revelation too. Yo creo en una manera en que quizás el padre de Abraham tenía también una revelación. You know why? ¿Saben por qué? What did Abraham's father call Abraham? ¿Qué, <laughs> ¿Qué le llamó el padre de Abraham? ¿Qué le llamó él? What name did Terah give his son? ¿Cómo le llamó Tare a su hijo Abraham? In other words, what does that name mean? Abram. 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 ¿Qué significa ese nombre? had a vision of some sort at least when his son was born that Abram was going to be a father Terah saw his son being a father I recently had a very good time talking to my children explaining to them and using this to help discipline them and train them. Y recientemente yo tuve una buena charla con mis niños explicando, usando esto, explicándoles acerca de la disciplina. When I start arguing with each other or one of them starts crying because I can't get their way. Cuando empiezan a discutir entre ellos o alguno se enoja porque no puede I, hacer lo que I quiere. Said, I said, wait a minute. Yo dije, un momentito. What would you do? ¿Qué haría? Because one day you're going to be a daddy too. Porque algún día vas a ser un padre. One day you're going to be a mommy. Un día vas a ser una un, What mama. would you do? ¿Y qué haría? Le dije. If your child acted like this, si tu niño actuara así, ooh, wow. you know they start thinking. Y, Abigail y, says, 
Uh, papao. Y ellos pensaron, ya, ya me dijo papao. Thinking, right? And DJ says, yeah, that's what I would do. I said, DJ dijo, eso es lo que yo haría. Well, at least they know what I do, right? Por lo menos se dan cuenta de lo que yo hago. But see, Tara had that purpose for his child. Pero Tara tenía ese propósito para su hijo. And God took that name. Names are important. Así que los nombres son importantes. You know, don't, you know, don't choose the fame of your favorite, don't choose the name of your favorite movie star for your child. No escoja el nombre de tu artista favorito de cine para tu hijo. Oh, I'm going to call my next son Arnold. Oh, you know. mi próximo hijo va a ser Arnold. Oh, no. You know, <laughs> give him a name that means something to you. Nombre algo que tenga significado. And let them know about it. Y, que, y déjale saber acerca de Put eso. Put that vision in them. Pon esa visión en él I gave, también. I gave my son the name David Josiah because I saw those are the two greatest kings in the Old Testament. Y yo nombré a mi hijo David Josías, ¿no? Porque realmente son de los dos grandes yeah. reyes que del Nuevo Testamento. And the name Abigail really blessed me. Y el nombre de Abigail, yeah. Abigail me bendice But también. Give names that mean something. Pero nombrale algo que signifique okay. algo. At any rate, um, we find here that 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 God had already began speaking to Abram. Y vemos que ya Dios había empezado a hablar a Abraham. And perhaps this vision that Abram had it was such a fire in him that he says I gotta go I gotta go there's, there's a land over there I've never been there before but God told me about it it's over there somewhere come on let's go and he, and he began moving but I want to point out something I want to point out something maybe we make the same mistake too Isaiah 51 a verse we've already looked at Isaías 51, un verso que ya hemos visto. Where it tells us to remember Abraham. Donde dice que recordemos Abraham. It tells us how God called Abraham. No, dice cómo Dios llamó a Abraham. We already know where he called him. Ya sabemos dónde le llamó. We already know where Abraham was when God began to speak to him. Sabemos dónde estaba Abraham cuando Dios empezó a hablarle. It wasn't like Abraham was dancing around all over the place and finally found himself in Canaan. Ya como que se encontraba ahí bailando por todos lados y de repente se encontró en Canaán. God told him to go. Dios le dijo que fuera. Even before. Aún antes. They had been, God had been speaking to him. Ande que Dios le comenzara a hablar a él. But Isaiah 51. En Isaías 51. And it says, uh, it says in verse 2, look unto Abraham your father. En el verso 2 que dice, mirad a Abraham vuestro padre. Look at this verse. Look unto Abraham your father and unto Sarah that bear you. For I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. Verso 2 dice, mirad a Abraham y a vuestro padre y a Sara que os dio a luz. Porque cuando no era más que uno solo, lo llamé y uh -huh. lo bendije y lo multipliqué. Yeah. Uno solo. Mm -hmm. Uno solo. And if we look back, if you will, back in Genesis. Y si vemos nuevamente regreso aquí en Génesis. What did Abraham? What did God really? What had He really been telling Abraham? Qué es lo que Dios había realmente estado diciendo a Abraham? Genesis chapter 12. En, en el capítulo 12 en Génesis. Genesis chapter 12. Capítulo 12. And verse 1. Verso 1. I want you to understand a little bit of grammar here tonight. English or Spanish Yo grammar, whatever it is. Un poquito aquí de gramática, inglés, español, lo que sea, ¿no? You know it. It helps to know a little bit of English grammar or Spanish grammar when you're studying the Bible. Ayuda a entender, a conocer cuando entendemos un poquito de gramática inglés o español. Like these, uh, these groups that teach Jesus only. Como quienes enseñan simplemente eh, este grupo de solo Jesús. Solo Cristo, Jesús, ¿no? yeah. They, they teach Jesus. Their, their whole problem is they don't know grammar. Y yo creo que el problema que tienen es que no conocen la gramática. They don't understand grammar. No, no conocen, no entienden la gramática. When Jesus says, I must go to him, the Father, before the Holy Spirit comes, I mean, that just takes a little bit of grammar to understand he's talking about three people. Cuando Jesús dice, yo, to, yo to, tengo que ir al Padre antes de que el Espíritu Santo venga, 
se toma un poquito de gramática entender de que habla de tres personas. Y si encuentras a alguien que insiste en esa doctrina de Jesús solamente, dile, bueno, te tengo que enseñar un poquito de gramática. But let's read this here in Luke, Genesis 12. Leamos aquí en Génesis 12. In verse 1. En el verso 1. It says, Now the Lord had said to Abraham. De que Jehová había dicho a, Jehová, a, a Abraham. It's even more clear in Spanish. Es más claro aquí, no es For your information, había en español es it's perfect, it's past perfect. Para nuestra información, en español había es el pasado perfecto. Okay, now people saying, oh, what's that mean, right? Okay, there's past and then there's past perfect. Bueno, tenemos el pasado y este pasado perfecto. Past means he said it once. En el pasado simplemente lo dijo una vez. Past perfect. Pero en el pasado perfecto. He said it and he kept on saying it. Lo dijo, pero continuó diciéndolo. God was saying to Abraham. Dios había estado diciendo a Abraham. Right? How's it start off in, in, in verse 12? Pero. I like that in Spanish. But. Pero, That's another important word in Spanish or English. That means there's a contrary event. O sea que significa que hay otro otro evento también contrario. This and this was happening, but God o sea was saying this should have happened. Esto estaba sucediendo, pero Dios está diciendo esto tenía que estar pasando. How many are thankful for some English uh, grammar classes tonight? Right? <laughs> Understand what was happening in Abraham's life. Entender lo que estaba sucediendo aquí en la vida God had already been talking to yo ya había estado hablando con él. Había hablado con But él. Something wasn't going right. Pero algo no estaba yendo bien. But the Lord had been saying this. Pero Jehová había estado diciendo esto. What had God been telling Abraham? ¿Qué había estado diciendo Dios a Abraham? Get out of your country. Vete, dijo. And, and not only that. No solo eso. But from thy family. Pero también de tu familia. And from your father's house. Y de la casa de tu padre. To the land I'll show you. A la tierra que te mostraré. That's what God had been saying. Eso había estado Dios diciendo. And that's what Abraham hadn't been doing. Y es lo que Abraham no había estado haciendo. Are you with me? God says you got to get out of there. Dios dice tienes que irte. And Abraham saying, well, you know, the, the, the country part is probably okay. Y Abraham dijo, bueno, quizás la, la parte esa del, del, del campo, la vida del campo está bien. But leave my father's house. Pero dejar la casa de mi padre. No, no, I got a better idea, God. Let me no, get no, my no, father no. and everybody to come. No, no, yo, yo creo que hay una mejor idea. Deja que también me llame mi padre que come vengan on, ellos. Come on, God's talking to me. Oh, Dios me está hablando. I'm gonna, I'll wait for your dad, but hurry up, come on. Y, Follow me. Papá, apúrate, yo me estoy hablando por ti. Esperar por ti, vamos. I don't know how old Lot was at that time, but his Lot, come on, let's go. Llamó a Lot y a todos. How many know what happened later on with Lot? ¿Se acuerdan qué pasó más adelante con Lot? He had to say goodbye to Lot after all, didn't he? Al fin y al cabo tuvo que despedirse también de Lot. What was God telling Abraham? ¿Qué estaba Lot diciendo a Abraham? Like we said it, like we saw in Isaiah. Como veíamos en Isaías. In English it says it like this, I called him alone. Como en inglés que nos dice que le llamó o le llamé solo. There's so many people. Y hay muchas personas. That, like for instance, uh, maybe they are in the Catholic Church. O quizás, digamos, por un ejemplo, uh, quizás en la iglesia. And all of their families in the Catholic Church. Que quizás toda la familia es parte de la iglesia God católica. To y Dios le habla. They get saved. Se salvan. They say, but my family is there. Pero esta persona dice, pero mi familia está ahí. I'll, I'll stay there and be a witness. Me voy a quedar allí y ser tes testimonio para ellos. Can't do that, can you? Pero no se puede hacer eso, ¿no? Is that right? Sí. Or if it's 
perhaps a future wife or a future husband that's not really saved or not really spiritual. Or even friends. Or family. Or family. That we want to stick close to. That don't have the vision. We try to keep pulling them. Come on! Come on! Doesn't work, does it? Pero no trabaja. Doesn't work, does it? No trabaja. What Abraham needed to realize, and finally he did. Y Abraham tenía que darse cuenta hasta que al fin lo, lo entendió. Hey, it's not working. Dijo, no, no está trabajando esto. I thought it would work. Yo pensé que iba a trabajar. What's happening to me? Mira lo que me ha pasado. God told me to go here. Dios me dijo que fuera acá. And all I can do is I'm stuck here now. Y todo lo que puedo hacer es que estoy atascado aquí. I thought I could do it. Y yo pensaba que podía hacerlo. I thought I could bring them all with me. Que les podía llevar conmigo. That's not what God was telling him, was it? No es lo que Dios le estaba diciendo. God says, get out of there. Yo le dijo, sal. You get out of there. And then I'll make you a big family. Is that right? He wanted to bring the big family with him and say, see, I got a big family. You know? That's, that's no. I'll make you a father of a multitude. I'll bless all the families. If you leave your family. That's hard to do, isn't it? That's hard to do. That's hard to do. Some, you know, I know, I know we have our family ties and, and family blood and all those things. We have all those things. And somehow in our mind we make them spiritual. We make them spiritual. Oh yeah, we got to love everyone. Right. Then why aren't you supporting someone else's father? <laughs> Or why aren't you, you know, we, we, we don't understand. We don't understand what God's asking from us. Remember the man that says, let me go first bury my father? What did Jesus say? Let the dead bury the dead. Of course, we make a spiritual interpretation of that until finally it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> what, what he really meant to say was just don't think too much about it. Or say, you know, we make all kinds of spiritual analogies. I want to be a fundamentalist. How about you? Right? What the Bible says. I want to believe it. Lo creo. I want to do it. Lo hago. Huh? Anybody with me? Uh-huh. Anybody? Right? Anybody with? Uh-huh. And what did Jesus say? ¿Qué dijo Jesús? Unless a man loves me more than father, mother, sister, brother, wife, and children. And if that wasn't clear enough, si no claro, in Luke 14, en Luke, 14, he said it like this: Unless you hate your father, a tu padre, and mother, y madres, sisters, hermanos, brothers, hermanos, and wife, esposas, and children, hijos, no puede ser mi discípulo. Ouch. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Again, we have our spiritual analogies of all that. Y nuevamente, uh, tenemos nuestras analogías espirituales. But let's just make esto. it real simple. Pero, hagámoslo simple. It's not a matter of going and saying, I hate you, Dad. I hate you, Mom. I'm going to follow Jesus. No, that's not what he's talking about. Of course. que vaya a decirle a tu padre o tu madre, te odio. But if God's calling you over here, Pero si Dios te está acá, and mom and dad are up here, y mamá y papá están por acá, and, and, and your brother and sister are thinking about that over there, y tu y tu en esto por and acá, your friends are all back there partying, and you find yourself stuck here, y te acá, and something's wrong. Bueno, algo está mal. Right? 
God has been speaking to you. Dios te ha estado hablando. Right? Are you with me tonight? So, so some, there's, a, there's a lot in this. You know, even Paul talks about that we, don't, we shouldn't know people after the flesh. Our attractions one for another, even in friendship or in courtship or whatever it is, needs to be spiritual also. That's right, right? Sometimes you think, well, I'm spiritual, and that doesn't matter who's with me, I'm going to bring them up with me. A veces pensamos, bueno, yo soy espiritual, no importa quién esté conmigo, yo también lo voy a traer. I can marry anybody. I can marry anybody. Yo puedo casarme con quien sea. I'm such a strong Christian, they'll just follow right along. Yo soy un cristiano tan fuerte que me van a seguir. It doesn't work like that. Pero no, no va a trabajar. Don't be unequally yoked. Dice, no os unáis con un yugo desigual. Whether it be marriage, ya sea el matrimonio, or our friends, o ya sea amistad. Is that right? Is that right? Sí. Is that right? It's, it's an important thing. Es algo importante. Don't know anybody after the flesh. Que a nadie conozcamos según la carne. I find personally that it's that that, that and, and people that I find it very easy to fellowship with people that have been baptized in the Holy Spirit. Yo por lo menos personalmente encuentro algo tan fácil tener comunión con aquellos que han sido bautizados por el Espíritu Santo. There's something unique we have together. Encuentro algo único que tenemos. Amen. Amen. And when I find someone who doesn't have it, ahora si encuentro alguien que no lo tiene, they can't get past the first question with me. No pueden ni pasar la primera pregunta que les hago. Because they know I'm going to come back. Porque saben que voy a volver. And the very next question is going to be. Y la otra pregunta va a ser. Have you received the Holy Spirit since you believed? Recibiste el Espíritu Santo desde que creíste. Right. <laughs> so they're either going to get very upset at me. Así que o se van a enojar conmigo. Or they're going to get very thirsty for what I have. O van a tener gran sed. But it's not going to keep me in Haran. Pero no me va a parar ahí en Aram. I'm not going to stay in Haran. No me voy a quedar ahí. I'm going to go to Canaan. Sino que continúo hacia Canaán. All the way. Hasta el fin. Anybody wants to follow, that's okay, but I'm not going to bring him. El que quiera seguir, bueno, que siga, pero yo no le traigo. Is that right? Huh? Right. He brought a he brought a concubine with him too, didn't he? Él trajo una concubina con él también. I don't know if he brought him, but somehow he had it there. You know all the problems he had. La tenía. Sabemos todos los problemas que tuvo. He had Lot. Look at all the problems he had with Lot. Tuvo se quedó con Lot y bien todos los problemas que tuvo con Lot. Let him follow. Bueno, que siga. Don't try bringing them. No trate de jalar a nadie. Are you with me tonight? Well, that was Abraham's first step, and he learned some things by that. Ese fue el primer paso de Abraham y aprendió acerca de esto. But I do want to bring you to our next point. Let's go to point number two there. Pero quiero traerles nuevamente al siguiente punto. She already put it there for me. All right. Okay. She was ahead of me. Okay. Genesis 12, verse 5 to 9. En Génesis capítulo 12, verso 5 y 9. Let's just read from 1 to 9. And we'll finish with this tonight. We won't get, we won't, I just want to show you that he did make it. Praise the Lord. Solo quiero que veamos que sí llegó. And I like the way it says it here. Y me gusta como lo dice aquí. Genesis 12. Genesis capítulo 12. From verse, uh, just read from 1 to 9 in Spanish is fine. Ah, vamos, leamos del verso 1 al verso 9. Capítulo 12, ¿no? Dice, pero Jehová había dicho a Abraham, vete de tu tierra y de tu parentela y de la casa de tu padre a la tierra que te mostraré. Y haré de ti una gran nación y te bendeciré y engrandeceré tu nombre y serás bendición. Bendeciré a los que te bendijeren y a los que te maldijeren maldeciré y serán benditas en ti todas las familias de la tierra. Y se fue Abraham como Jehová le dijo y Lot fue con él. Y era Abraham de edad de 75 años cuando salió de Aram. Tomó pues Abraham a Sarai, su mujer, y a Lot, hijo de su hermano, y todos sus bienes que habían ganado y las personas que habían adquirido en Aram, y salieron para ir a la tierra de Canaán, y a tierra de Canaán llegaron. Aleluya. ¿Puedes decir amén a eso? Aleluya. I like the way it says it here. Me gusta como lo dice. Huh? He, uh, verse, at least verse 5 is they, they, they went forth to go to the land of Canaan and into the land of Canaan they came. Dice que salieron para ir a Canaán y a tierra de Canaán llegaron. Are you with me tonight? Hmm? 
Hello. ¿Están conmigo? How many want to follow Abraham? <laughs> he made it. But it didn't stop there. I just want to point out two more things under this point. We'll come back to it again next week. But, but when he got there, finally, in verse 6, it says, Abraham passed through the land, the place of Sikkim, to the plain of Morah, and the Canaanite was in the land. And when Abraham finally got to the place he needed to be, God spoke. Let me tell you something about the way God speaks. He keeps saying point A, point A, point A, point A. Until you go to point A. Guess what happens when you come to point A? God says point B, point B, point B. <laughs> Can you say amen? amen? Right? Some people say, well, God, I want to know about point D, point D, point D. No. no. He's not going to tell you point B or C until you get out, until you do A. I don't know how old Abraham was when God began speaking to him, but it was 75 years when God, he finally did it. I hope you guys and myself, we don't take that long. But God's not going to say point B until you've come to point A. Are you with me? Está conmigo. God must have sounded like a broken record to Abraham. Get thee out of that country. Leave your family. Leave your house. And go, go to the land. Get out of that country. Leave thy family. Go to the land. Leave thy family. Get out of thy country. Go to this land. Leave thy family. Go to that country. Into this land. God goes, Abraham says, man, I'm tired of hearing that. You know? Thank God he finally did it. And all of a sudden, he, he went into Canaan. Into the land of Canaan, he came. God says, okay, whew. Now I can say something else to Abraham today. What does he say? Unto thy seed have I given this land. Oh, just read verse 7. I'm going to give this land. And what did Abraham do, a man of a covenant? What did he do? He built an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. You're going to find that Abraham does this quite a lot. Every step Cada paso de fe is a step of sacrifice. Es un paso de sacrificio. Okay, keep that in mind. He built an altar there. Edificó un altar ahí. And I think he went a little bit further. Yo creo que aún más siguió más allá en el verso 8. Go ahead and read it. Luego se pasó de día de ahí a un monte al oriente de Betel y plantó su tienda, teniendo a Betel al occidente y hay al oriente y edificó ahí altar a Jehová y invocó el nombre de Jehová. That's right. And verse 9. Y verso 9. Abraham journeyed going on still. I like that. Dice que partió y continuando caminando. Continuando caminando. So that's what we need to be. Y eso tenemos que ser. If as Christians we're not going on still. Sí, como cristianos no and we better find out what's wrong. If you find your life hasn't been changing and you know God's been speaking it won't change. 
It won't change. No va a cambiar. Until you say yes, Lord. Hasta que diga sí, Señor. Yes, Lord, with an altar. Sí, Señor, con un altar. Build that altar. Edificando ese altar. God will speak some more. Y Dios ahí va a hablar. Build another altar. Otro altar. God will speak some more. Y Dios va a hablar otro poquito más. So we're going to continue Abraham's steps of faith. We didn't get very far today, but but uh, this is this is the life. This is this is where the uh, covenant was established. This is the kind of faith. This is the kind of people God's looking for. Y vamos a continuar en estos pasos de fe de Abraham, pero vemos que este es el um, esta es la vida de fe, ¿no? Este es la, el tipo de persona, el tipo de pacto con quienes Dios se, 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 se relaciona. God is looking for people. Dios está buscando personas that really walk in covenant with Himself. Y que en verdad caminen en un, un pacto con él. Are you with me? Amen. Amen. So maybe you have a couple of lots hanging around you. Así quizás tengas unos, unos dos lots por ahí. Maybe you're tuyo. dragging around Terah and all of his cattle and horses and who knows what. And you find yourself still not in Canaan. Tonight would be a good night to say goodbye. <laughs> Hasta la vista. Hasta luego, right? See you later. I'm going to Canaan. Amen. Let's all stand. Let's all stand and let's just sing that chorus once again as our prayer in closing tonight. And, and normally, we want, normally we want to finish these meetings by about 9.30. Forgive me for going a little bit longer. I don't want to discourage you by going too late on these nights. I want you to. I, I, I really appreciate the attendance we're having on Friday nights. Y no quiero animar a nadie a quizás expandirnos hasta esta hora, pero en realidad me gusta la la asistencia que hemos tenido hasta ahora. Amen. It's an encouragement for me. Así que ha sido un ánimo para mí. And I'm sure the Lord's enjoying it. Y estoy seguro que Dios también está disfrutándolo. And uh, maybe next week we'll end a few minutes early to make up for tonight, huh? Quizás la semana que viene terminamos unos minutos más temprano para compensar por hoy. Amen. <laughs> But don't be afraid. Build an altar tonight. Pero no, sin, sin miedo, no, sin, vamos a edificar hoy, esta noche, un altar. Build an altar to the Lord. Vamos a edificar un altar para Dios. Toda mi vida es tuya. Siempre te alabaré, siempre tú eres mi rey, mi Dios. Toda mi vida rindo delante de tus pies, siempre serás mi rey, mi Dios. Siempre serás mi rey y mi Dios. Encuentro que en tu gracia, oh Dios, hallo pacoso y paz para obedecer. Amén. Todo tu amor derramado en mí. Me da la fuerza para seguir Puedo decir que toda mi vida es tuya Siempre te alabaré Siempre serás mi rey, mi Dios Así es Toda mi vida rindo delante de tus pies, siempre serás mi rey, mi Dios.
siempre serás mi rey y mi Dios toda mi vida toda mi vida es tuya siempre te alabaré siempre serás mi rey mi Dios toda mi vida rindo delante de tus pies Siempre serás mi rey y mi Dios. Siempre serás mi rey y mi Dios. Toda mi vida es tuya. Amen. Father, we thank you tonight. Lord, all these things are before our eyes and upon our heart tonight. And really, Lord, even I myself have to say, it's, it's hard, it's easy to say, but very hard to do. And let's we remember that we're dead. And our life is hid with Christ in God. Y vida en Cristo, con Dios. Through the body of Jesus Christ. A del de We've become dead to those things. A estar a estas cosas. Buried through water baptism. A del en agua. Risen by the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Y bajo el, por medio del del Santo. To walk in this newness of life. A Vida nueva. Help us to continue walking, Lord. Y ayúdanos a continuar caminando. Oh God, when we come to your cross, oh Dios, cuando venimos a la and cruz, we realize how far short we fall, y, y nos damos cuenta cuán uh, corto nos hemos quedado. The devil would love to fill us with despair and discouragement. El diablo le encantaría llenarnos de uh, de desilusión y de desánimo. But it's right there at the cross. Pero está ahí en la cruz. Where the answer is. La respuesta. The grace. La gracia. The peace. La paz. To obey you, Lord. Para obedecerte. Bring us there, Lord Jesus. Llévanos ahí, Señor. Thank you for your challenge tonight, Lord. Gracias por el reto que nos has dado esta noche. To love you with all of our hearts. De amarte de todo corazón. And Lord, we build that altar. I trust people will build that altar tonight. Y confío de que haya quienes edifiquen ese altar esta noche and upon that altar write their decision y sobre ese altar escriban su decisión to go all the way with Jesus de seguirte hasta el fin con Jesús Father thank you for your people tonight they're so precious Padre gracias por tu pueblo esta noche son preciosos your purpose upon each one of them tu propósito sobre cada uno de ellos thank you for the privilege you've given me Lord to share a little bit from your word to, to bring light to our path Gracias por el privilegio que me has dado de compartir un poco de tu palabra para traer luz a nuestro camino. Help us to live it, Lord. Help me to live it, Jesus. Ayúdanos a vivirlo. Ayúdame a mí a vivirlo, Señor Jesús. I build that altar before you tonight, tonight also. Yo delante de ti edifico ese altar hoy aquí. All of my life is yours, Lord. Toda mi vida es tuya, Señor. All of my days are yours. Todos mis días son tuyos, Señor. You are my God. Tú eres mi Dios. And you are my King. Eres mi rey. Teach us to number our days. Enséñanos a 
contar nuestros días para presentar delante de ti un corazón de sabiduría gracias por cubrirnos con tu sangre preciosa esta noche Jesús y oro esta noche que si alguno acá no es salvo traigas la convicción a su corazón una convicción terrible que le traiga la dulzura de tu cruz si alguno acá, Señor, aún no ha sido bautizado por tu Espíritu Santo, hazles sentir o realizar la necesidad y que tenga sed. Porque Jesús dijiste, si alguno, alguno tiene sed, venga a mí y beba y de su interior Portarán dice como ríos de agua viva. Let it be so for such people even tonight, Lord. Y que así sea aún para aquellos, Señor, aún esta noche. Thank you for your presence here, Father. Gracias por tu presencia aquí, Padre. In Jesus' name. En el nombre de Jesús. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. God bless you all. Amen. Y que Dios los bendiga a todos. Men, please don't forget about uh, maybe perhaps a little offering for Carlos and his family tonight. Una ofrenda para Carlos. Es su familia, señor. Oh, no, no olviden todo acerca de la ofrenda para mano Carlos, si es posible, ¿verdad? Amen. Praise the Lord.